Attention, mill spouses, families, and service members. It's now time for another empowering episode of Army Wife Talk Radio, the leading and longest-running podcast of its kind. AWTR is here to engage, educate, and encourage you by sharing dynamic interviews, social media connections, news, and empowering military life information. Here are your AWTR hosts, your Army Wife Network command team. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Army Wife Network. My name is Jade Fusaro, your Director of Podcast Productions. Can I just tell you, I am so beyond excited to host my first ever episode here for all of you as a recent member of the A&W team, especially talking about and sharing something that means a lot to me. So this being my first episode, there's something so nerve-wracking doing something for the first time. I think we all can kind of like feel that randomly. But I must admit, before recording, I had to sit down, take a few deep breaths to regulate my mind and body. I could feel my breath shortened, heaviness in my chest, and a warm sensation fill my face. Even just sitting alone here with my lab dog, Mike, cat, anxiety just spiked. Leading into today, I'm going to chat about the power of mindfulness in everything you do. As I sat down this morning drinking my cup of coffee and opening my book of affirmations, midway through reading the first segment, I notice my mind thinking about the day. I need to call my mom. Did I feed my cat Louie last night? Did I send that email that was due today? Is my work shirt ironed? But seriously, I just read maybe 10 sentences, but I really didn't even read it because I was thinking about like 80 other things. So I go back and read it again, this time noticing that before my mind was gone with the wind, down the corner, tumbleweeded around the edges, I don't even know where the hell my mind was, but it was somewhere not in that moment. Leading to that our mind is just wandering all the time, either reviewing the past or planning for the future. Mindfulness teaches you the skill of paying attention to the present by noticing when your mind wanders off. You come back Sometimes using your breath, which I love and I just did before this, it's a place where we can just rest and just settle our minds. So take a deep breath. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Exhale, four, three, two, one. Just take notice, see how that feels. And just that breath, Doing some mindfulness reduces stress and anxiety, improves attention and memory, and promotes self-regulation and empathy. You may be like, I don't have nothing to be happy about right now. Like, time is tough, girl. But my friends, mindfulness is not about being positive all the time or a bubblegum sort of happiness. Like, everything is amazing because I used my breath, I went on a walk, or I wrote some affirmations today. It's about noticing what happens moment to moment, the easy, the difficult, the painful, and the joyful. It's about building a muscle to be present and awake in your life. Maybe it being a muscle you didn't even know you could even strengthen or fine tune. I didn't realize I had lived so long without inherently being present and awake until mindfulness started for me in 2014. It was the first day of my exercise and psychology college course at Rutgers University. At the end of the lecture, my professor stated that twice a week for 10 minutes at the end of class, we would meditate. Mike, 
drop. I remember at first we all kind of looked at each other saying, do we laugh? Is this April Fool's? But she, in fact, was serious. She stated that meditation and athletic performance was linked with many positive benefits for athletes. And if we were to work one day with athletics and with athletes, why shouldn't we meditate to improve our work and our performance? I kind of got it. But walking out, I could hear students saying, like, what a waste of time. That 10 minutes, I could study, I could go eat. But reflecting back, it was so easy to jump to preconceived notions. I thought you just had to, like, sit and, like, hum the whole time. Probably, like, maybe under a tree. (laughs) Little did I know... Almost nine years later, I'd meditate twice a day, every single day, and enjoy it. And I don't think it happened overnight. Listen, it definitely did not. It took many, many meditations and times to feel like I was doing it. Even to this day, I fight some days to focus, to breathe, to stay present. Recently this week, I was doing a 20-minute meditation on Peloton. I started my ride, did the post ride, and I was like, all right, I'm ready. Time to meditate. Two minutes in, I was frustrated. Five minutes in, I literally questioned myself. Why is this moment hard for me? At the 10 minute mark, I opened my eyes and I sat up thinking, maybe let me change my position. Like, I don't know, maybe something, but nothing helped. But it's, again, one of those moments, instead of negatively feeling a certain way, I realized I just needed to deep dive from within. And that deep dive, it goes through everything. Not just like, why am I not able to meditate today? Because we all go through different situations and lead unique paths in life. But what can we do to help us through deployments, loss, jobs, job interviews, or even just moving again, or just everyday life of momming, anything. I found many positive benefits to meditating personally. Being prone to anxiety and stress, we all need an outlet, right? Am I right? And you might be like, oh, she's talking about meditation. That's a no for me. But I urge you to try it. And if it's not for you, So be it. You can practice mindfulness in so many different ways. Maybe that's going to be journaling or walks or affirmations and daily gratitudes. You could even use a combination of all of those. They truly just help you and me keep fighting the good fight of life. So as I said, meditation, amazing. You can find it everywhere. And I'll definitely be sure to post some links on our social media pages of different options for you guys to try out. But another thing I love is after I wake up in the morning or before I go to bed at night, I love to write five to 10 things that I'm grateful for. And again, in the beginning, I was like, what am I gonna write about every single day? But oddly enough, I found my days were always filled with so many new things. Or I found like similarities of things in the day that I wanted to do that were positive for me. I find that doing this is the quickest way to ground myself in difficult times because it truly helps me focus on the good and what's currently going right since sometimes it can feel like everything might be going wrong. 
Although I do this every day, I find that around PCS time, once we get to our new destination is when I really truly cling on to this. <laughs> Thinking back to when we got to Florida, opening my notebook back up, dang, that was nostalgic. But I wrote down, I'm grateful for the lady stopping to talk to me at Target. Dot, dot, dot. Like literally. But moving to Florida felt really isolating and extremely lonely since we left our massive friend group and I left my job and my coworkers. In Colorado, I could just text one of my friends and they'd be down to get a coffee. But starting over is hard. We all know this. So in the grand scheme of things, the loneliness was there, but I never would have reflected onto that small gratitude if I hadn't have written it down and have been that specific. Like seriously, Target. We all go to Target. <laughs> I found I was grateful for those small interactions and kept myself present when I was out to communicate with others. It's so easy to minimalize those moments, but during that time, that interaction was like huge. You gotta make friends somehow, right? <laughs> so again, I challenge you to try out writing five to 10 things that you are grateful for and just take notice to that. And again, all these tools, you can use them, mesh them, maybe not use them, but in the end, the simplest one that I always find is just taking a few deep breaths. It can truly be really enlightening. I'll hold my hand on my chest and notice how it moves up and down as I breathe. Breathing in one, breathing out two, and just so on. After spending a few moments paying attention to breathing, I'll check in with myself, seeing how I feel. Am I calm? Am I tired? Still frantic? Relaxed? Or something else? Main point being is that it is okay. The point of mindfulness is not necessarily feeling a particular way, but simply paying attention to how you are feeling in any given moment. I personally did this as I waited for the elevator in the parking garage this morning. I felt so drained from the weekend and extremely anxious for my day. Since being a newer employee, learning my new role, it's just nerve-wracking. So I simply stood alone waiting for the elevator outside, just taking a few deep breaths to calm and center my mind and body before I entered the mayhem of the hospital. Another example, which I love, is breathing in my car before job interviews. We all start over at each PCS in some sort of capacity. Although confident... Yes, confidence. Job interviews have always made me nervous. This time, not being around a military base, I had that anticipated way of responding to, why did you move to Florida? How long will you be stationed here for? Some interviewers saying, oh, so you'll leave after three years like the last person who was a spouse of a military member. But my friends, the power of Zebreth. And some staring in the mirror saying positive self-talk truly works too. So I'll sit there in my mirror in my car. I'll say, you've done harder things, Jade. You are confident. You are capable. You've got this. Knocking all the self-limiting beliefs to the side. Taking a few deep breaths. And go get whatever your heart desires. Now take a deep breath and say it with me. I am capable. And that's because you are. So don't fool yourself, okay? All right, we got this. The next mindfulness method I practice is journaling. 
I know this one might throw you back to those like past days when you had the locked pink journal that you'd hide under your bed and then hide the key somewhere else. Probably forget the key because I always forgot where the key was so then I'd have to like rip my lock open. Ugh, rough. <laughs> Just me? Anyway, sometime within my day, I like to grab my journal and jot down a few pages of anything that comes to my mind. It doesn't have to be creative or beautiful. Sometimes I'm like, wow, did I really just talk about what I ate for lunch? But it doesn't have to be mind-blowing or even make sense. Sometimes I just like to draw out my cat and write about him knocking down my perfume. Or maybe it's just like my grocery list. Journaling is a stream of consciousness exercise meant to clear the mind. When in doubt, let it flow because it's definitely going to help release and process what's happening mentally. When I'm in a roadblock or need to free some emotions, I'll hop over to Pinterest and find journal prompts. This helped me a lot when my husband deployed a month after we got to Fort Carson a few years ago. I remember being so lonely, wondering if anyone actually cared about me. I was fearful, again, of no work, no friends, no purpose. But I reflect back to the writings and just how far I've come. Try it out. You'll have literally nothing to lose. And if anything, you have some good stories to look back on. Or like me, maybe some drawings of like cats, because why not? I do know a few of my favorite things like I was saying about like the Pinterest. Um, they have a lot of good monthly challenges of journal prompts. So they'll give you like 30 days of different prompts that kind of work in like its own theme, which totally look that up. It is absolutely amazing. And finally, finishing it off, you can take a walk. I love to light a candle, enjoy a random activity such as my Peloton, yoga, bar class. Um, they all can be good options. When I go for a walk, I try to walk without my headphones, taking in the nature, the sunshine, the fresh air. I always find this helps me to stay present and in the moment. I'm a huge fan of like listening to your body and doing things that you enjoy. So get creative. Find something that works for you and what you love to do. Uh, for example, I became a certified bar three instructor while I was out in Colorado. It incorporated fitness, but it also brought in your breath, mindful movement, and truly during the whole entire like exercise, you're just present through your breath the whole time, almost like yoga. So it was always fun to go do that and I got hooked. Guys, if you haven't tried bar three, Go try it. It's like a mix of yoga and strength training. But like I said, it's all about doing something for you and taking time for yourself. Mindfulness comes in all shapes and all sizes. So explore what helps you or fits into your life. And remember, it's not perfection. It's a practice. You can practice mindfulness in every single thing you do. So the next time something is blocking you, just take a deep breath. You are capable, you are worthy, you are beautiful, and Team AWN, we've got this. Yes, we do. This is Jade, your Director of Podcast Productions, wishing you a mindful week and a happy, beautiful one as well. Signing out. Until next time. 
Thank you for tuning in to Army Wife Talk Radio. The views and opinions expressed in our show are personal. AWTR is in no way affiliated with the Department of Defense or any other branch of the armed services. Inclusion in our show does not reflect endorsement by the DOD, any local government, or their agencies. Until the next episode, head over to armywifenetwork.com to connect with all of our engaging resources. Engage, educate, encourage. AWN is your source for military life empowerment.